Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and you're listening to Queer Stories, the podcast for the monthly LGBTQIA storytelling night I run at Giant Dwarf in Redfern, with support from the City of Sydney. This week, journalist Heather Grace Jones. I'm going to read three very, very small pieces. Um, The first one is called In the Family Way and it's about unconditional affection. I have a mother, I have a father, I have a sister, I have a brother, I have a son, I have a lover and I have a niece and a nephew and I have luck. The kind of luck that they sell magic lamps for. The shamrock, the gin, the wishbone drying over the fuel stove. The I should be so kind of luck that slams off walls and forgives sins. I have a family beyond the sadness that runs in my veins and the speakeasy of my childhood. I have women who have rung me day after day to make sure I did not kill myself. Women who have let me shelter in their homes for years, for more than once. Women who have given me cash money, no questions asked, no receipts required. Women who have sat with me, fed me, listened to me, mocked me, pushed me off my soapbox, told me it wasn't my fault, and when it was, judged me. (laughs) Held my heart in their hands, pushing it open and shut. Held my hair when I vomited, told me to shut up, or did not, rolled their eyes, dotted their eyes, minded my kid, minded me. Women whose hair I've never brushed because we're not in soft focus. We are not low lighting, slow motion, fast motion memes. We are not on the rebooted L word or girls season five (laughs) or Broad City or even Game of Thrones. (laughs) We are catching the train, some of us weeping. We are raising hellfire, dancing in circles, in chaos, through madness. We are stepping through the tear in the universe, the bones of the patriarchy, the homophobes, the Islamophobes, the trolls who speak to kill. We are Patti Smith spitting great gobs of life, remembering our dead and our ideals. We work, we cook, we clean, we drink too much. Oh, not at all. We fall in love, we wake and we rise. We are the apocalypse in too tight denim and not enough lace. We have built and we are building. This is a love song. I sing it to the poets, the gardeners, the geeks, the grandmothers, the cooks, the schemers, the bushwalking, hiking, kiking, biking, diking, dogwalking, do-gooding, lawyers and activists and yogis and shrinks. And all the way too smart, way too stubborn, mishmash, riffraff, jetsam of my life. We who sit at the tops of cities and talk about how to keep the world at bay, how to feed the babies whose tongues, whose tongues are ulcerating from hunger in Yemen, in Eritrea, in Chad, in Syria, bombing down, what to cook for dinner. How to raise sons who smash and daughters who grab and know that mindfulness is a scam with benefits and Bitcoin a possible solution. We scrape our skins against the grain, kick back, push back, buckle, underbound by water thicker than blood. We talk about love, about those we love, men, women, trans, cis, you fucking medical. We who talk about what to wear, what to read, when to dance, when to stand, when to woke, how to render beautiful the daily tasks of living. 
Why there's no line of hands from here to Nauru, to Manus, a human bridge, and no refugees in my lounge room? Why Dondale is still open? Why rape is still an option? Charlottesville. And what the fuck will happen if there's no new season of RuPaul? <laughs> we who talk, who plot, who pay, who panic, who like, who share, who faint, who fall, who fail, who lit, who listen, who act. What is it to get up day by day stuck at bus stops, in traffic on phones, in waiting rooms, running through this desperate, hard bit of town as wild and free as ponies? We are forest bathing. We are biting the hands that feed us, feeding ourselves, swimming in the graveyard of tears, holding each other above the tide line, the complicated, way too complicated, it's more complicated than that, difficulty of being a person who is flawed and scared and brave and lyrical all at once. Because if there's one thing I know, it's that the corporations and the guns and the postal fucking surveys and the lies and all the military, mining, medical, beauty mythical, celebrity, security, state-sanctioned, domestic, terrorist, industrial hateness cannot does not, will not, stop us changing the world. This is a love song, and I'm singing it for you. <laughs> I did want to tell this story about my, my kid, because right now he's in Jubilee Park, drinking, as far as I know, <laughs> and um, soda water, and, um, and he, he told me this story about how a girl in this year came to him and she said, um, I'm a lesbian, does that mean that I now have to wear flannies? <laughs> and, yes, yes, you're right. And he said, okay, well, I think we need to talk about butch and femme and gender nonconformity. <laughs> So it's okay, he's drinking soda water in Jubilee Park. I feel, you know, like... And, but the, the point is that he's really lucky because he's never really had to face any homophobia. But that is really not true. And in this moment when we are marginalised and, and those of us who don't want to be assimilated are extra marginalised, I think we need to celebrate. And so this next piece is... Um, it's called Incandescence. And I wrote it a very long time ago, and um, you probably need to know that I spent quite a lot of time in Kabul, and in Kabul there's a lot of winter, but there's not a lot of lesbians. <laughs> well, well, there might be. I, I personally didn't meet them. <laughs> okay. Everyone is downstairs in the Great Hall, chairs crowded together. The smell of unwashed bodies and the whisper of power. International Women's Day in the city of the war. Nothing to see but speeches and the men who make them. It's snowing. Out the window, the flakes fall, full and muddy. I'm bored, stuck, running between the, ne between the needs of dignitaries and the string of emails that hang ropey on my screen. The words she sent and the things we haven't said. Thinking of her, willing her. 
Meet me, she ticks. Later, I say, so cruel, so smiley face, so adult. I return to crowd control, but she's burned me, crept up like the first time we kissed, the view from her window, the singular pleasure of riding her cock so swollen, I don't know if she is big or small. The minister speaks of women's rights, and the men, as they do every year, ask, why no men's day? Headscarves are handed out and promises are made. The president sends his apologies and a deputy vice official thanks the mothers and the teachers and the gender appropriate, and the room empties. I go upstairs tripping as I cross the icy courtyard. People loom, phones ring, violence apparently not sorted after all. The snow is falling, falling, falling. The desks list against the glass, the heater smokes but does not warm, the seam of day unravels into night. Come quickly, I message. As I desk brush my hair, teeth, nails, apply almost lipstick black, honey, nars, the multiple Mac Ruby Woo. Close the drawers, open the drawers, powder under my arms, change my knickers, slam the computer down, put on the pedal, make tea, glance at the door, eat biscuits, read book, remake tea, glance at the door, ponder the politics of giving and the likelihood of going home. Wait, glance at the door. She's still handsome, eyes that singe, cheekbones that slice the sky. We do not talk. Her fingers mountain big as they travel down my spine. The desk hard against my ass, the door open. Her hand is up my dress, up my cunt, around my throat. She twists, scraping hot folds and, and broken glass. Better she is than sex, than sleep, than deep sea diving. The snow is falling, falling, falling. I am weeping. My feet catch on praying carpet. I bite, I kick, I scratch her eyes. In another world, another time, before the bullet and the grave, the child and the haunting, her condescension would have rolled off me like the slow rocking of the train to Milton's Point. Not now. Not when the girls are sold and the boys are taken. Not when the mountains echo and nothing, nothing ever lasts. She grabs my hair, meet me, she says, and I am on my knees, angry, pulling down her jeans, my mouth as hard as it can be, pushing her back, fingers twined, screaming into her like a bad rock song. <laughs> then it's over. We walk downstairs towards the armoured car and the Turkish shopping mall. I only fall once. Finally, this last very, very small piece is for my beloved, and she has been my safe haven and my stormy sea, which is not at all a bad combination. And when I was telling that last story, I got so excited, I forgot to tell you the punchline. And, uh, and that really fucks up this intro, because if you don't know the punchline, so I'm going to tell you the punchline. The punchline of that story is that um, um, Iona says to Tig, so where can I meet lesbians? And he says, Marrickville. <laughs> and the punchline of this intro is that by sheer, I don't know, strange coincidence, karmic coming downness, I met my beloved in Marrickville. <laughs> this um, poem is called She Wakes. She Wakes. Eyes andaman green, hair sticking up. 
We're all thighs and elbows, kitten breath and scratchy nails. She holds my face in her hands and says, what does this mean? And I, for a moment, feel the sweetness in her. Her hands are strong as joy. Her swagger links like jagger. The lines of her lashes, the scar on her forehead. To hold tight, despite the fault lines, the earthquakes, the tsunamis that threaten. To hold tight, not to give up, to struggle with your anger and my grief and stay and hold and fight and fuck despite the differences and the sameness. She wakes. She holds my back, my bones, and I, I hold all that is and all that was and I do not care if God exists. I just do not care. And so we tumble. Thanks for listening. For tickets to the next Queer Stories, visit giantdwarf.com.au. To check out other events I produce and perform in, visit mavemarsden.com. And if you'd like advance or discount tickets to these shows, look me up on crowdfunding platform Patreon.